Hey there, literary fans, and welcome to episode 100 of Jeff Reads' book. I'm your host, Jeff, and today we're reading chapter 6 of Powerless, a book I wrote in a month. Well, if you want to get in touch with me, head on over to jeffreadsbook.com, and uh, right there, there's three ways to contact me, and we'll go over them at the end of the episode. And while you're at jeffreadsbook.com, why don't you buy one or two of the two books that are for sale there? You can get ebooks; they're really bad, um, or you can get uh, paper books. Yeah, that's fun. They're very exciting. Um, and when you buy them, it's going to take a while. They actually have to print them because, you know, I'm not stupid. I didn't order up 200 copies of these books. They Nobody would buy these. <laughs> well, I mean, now I'm encouraging you to, so I guess that's kind of weird, huh? But honestly, let's, let's, let's be realistic. I don't have any, um, is it illusions? Illusions? Whatever. Delusions about uh, my people. It would be a delusion, but I don't have any delusions about people wanting to read these books because they're really bad. <laughs> and today we're reading a bad one too. But before that, uh, we hit like a momentous number in the number of episodes I've made, right? Episode 100. That's uh, that's a lot of fucking episodes. I mean, when I started this, I figured there'd be 30 episodes tops, right? I was going to read the book, be done with it. I mean, what else is there to read? I, I thought we'd just be finished up, but... Mm. Sorry, already drinking. Uh, it is not quite noon on a Sunday, but... Uh, I, I thought I'd do one book, is what I'm trying to say here. Then I guess, I don't know, when did I do National Novel Writing Month the second time? I think it was like three years later, maybe, I tried again? It was something like that. Oh, but I wrote that soccer one in between. Anyway, I don't remember why I went back to writing about Henry and Margot, but I did. And then, I don't know, I guess I just thought this podcast was too fun. I'm just surprised that I've kept it going this long. In fact, I've written a book to keep it going at this point, which is insane. And that's what we're reading today. Actually, I'd say the book, the previous book as well, uh, um, um, Homecoming, right? I, I feel like that one was written just to keep the podcast running as well. So, yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah, these are terrible. But, uh... At this rate, we should get to like 120 episodes before the podcast ends. <laughs> I don't know that I'll want to write another book about Henry and Margot. I'm getting tired of them. I don't know about you guys. Jesus. So, yes, that's 100 episodes. I don't know how I'd get to 200 episodes because I don't have that much writing material. Should I start pulling out like uh, college notebooks and we can like read like reports, or we can maybe read my uh, master's thesis. That's that's pretty exciting. So, oh, that would be a fun, like, Patreon. Like, if I had a Patreon, you guys would have to pay to listen to me read what might be one of the dullest and most, dullest, most verbose, and most useless uh, master's theses ever written. Yes, it's very long, 250 pages. I mean, it dwarfs these books. Oh, well. So yeah, we're at 100 episodes. I'm so excited. I suppose I could have done like a 100 episode spectacular, but uh, here I am recording by myself in my basement. I mean, the studio audience is in here, huh? Wave, guys. Don't talk, though. 
I'm on the air. God damn it. So what we're reading today is chapter six. Uh, it's 125 lines. Uh, it's got, uh, I did make some notes. So this episode, we're going to have some excitement and some magic. Yes. So we're getting to some real fantasy novel stuff, I guess. I don't think it's well written or good, and I'm not sure how well it adds to the plot, but we're going to find out. Um, it, it's not, it, what do I want to say? Uh, this and a few of the coming chapters I do enjoy. Uh, I, these were good ones. But it does get very annoying quickly. I don't know. There's more paperwork coming up. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Anywho, uh, I don't see any reason to delay any longer. I've already babbled for almost five minutes. So why don't we just dive in to chapter six? So for today's episode, uh, I am once again sipping, I think I did this last week, on... Um, Bacardi uh, Spiced Rum, again. Yes, with an ice cube. It's on the rocks. Mm. I do like me some rum. Um, it's nice and sweet. I think I explained this one's better than Captain Morgan's. I also have some, like, uh, 101 upstairs that uh, I was thinking about drinking, but I feel like this is a better breakfast hard liquor. You know what I mean? All right, let's go. Margot and Henry left the inn at Straw Hill just before noon. She had wanted him to rest for as long as possible. Ooh, they slept in. And she saw no reason to rush. The temple was a two-hour walk, oh God, from their current location, and they had no pressing concerns. How far is it if it's two hours, huh? Two-hour walk. Walking. Um, so what do you walk at, like, four miles an hour? That seems fast, right? Is that, like, running? Ooh... No, 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 no. I think you can do like a mile and 15 minutes, right? So, yeah, like eight miles. Jesus, huh? Maybe they're near Eminem. Oh, that's such a bad joke because it's not even a street. It's just eight miles away. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Mean, I'm going to sip after that. I guess, how fast can you walk? Uh, right into the show. JeffreyDizBook.com. Hmm. He was badly bruised along his ribcage on his right side, but he claimed it was merely tender and sore. You're sure you're fine to walk home, she asked, already knowing what his answer would be. Yes, I'm fine, he answered, as they stepped onto the road. I feel much better, in fact. Janie is still going to look you over when we get home, Margot, sayoed assertively. She saw Henry's shoulders slump. Can't we just find someone else to do that, he whined. Can we find someone else to do that, he whined. I don't need to stand around shirtless in front of her. Wow, huh? Shy much? Are you afraid she'll find you irresistible, Margot teased. Ugh, no, Henry exclaimed. That might ruin your friendship, Margot continued. Oh, Henry, I need you now that I see you like this. She made kissing noises. <laughs> as she closed her eyes and mimed caressing him. All right, all right, Henry said laughing. Ha <laughs> ha! I'd do that, Margot said. Although, I'd find that bruises rather... I find... What? Oh, oh, oh. I'd do that, Margot said, because she's apparently horny. Although, I'd find that bruise rather off-putting personally. Looking at Henry for his reaction, Margot caught a glimpse of something, or rather someone, 
very red, oh, must have been out in the sun too long, moving behind a building on a side street. Did you see that? she asked him. See what? Henry replied, smiling. Down that street, I thought I saw someone in red, she said, still looking down the road. Henry, still looking forward, groaned. Seriously? Are they following us? They must be, Margot said, somewhat quieter. They must be, Margot said, somewhat quieter. That was probably too quiet. They must be, Margot said, somewhat quiet. Was that quiet? I can't tell. Who gives a fuck? Seeing the, a magistrate's mage this close to their home made her nervous. We should hurry back, taught he temple, and warn them. Henry stopped walking. No, that's enough. I'm fed up with this, he said loudly. We'll go get some help, and she started, but Henry took off running down the street where the red cloak had appeared. <gasps> Drinking break! <laughs> oh, baby. Hmm. So Henry's chasing someone. That's exciting. That was a lot of dead air for that drink. Sorry, guys. Furious, Henry found himself running down a side street where Margot had seen a mage. He couldn't believe they were being followed so close to his home, and he was determined to confront this person in spite of his still-sore ribcage. Reaching an alley behind the main road's buildings, he could see a patch of red against the back of the building. Building, building. Peering around the corner of one... Oh my god, it's the same sentence. All right, let's go. Let's count. Reaching an alley behind the main road's buildings he could see a patch of red against the back of the building peering around the corner of one building hoping to see the main road henry immediately unleashed a burst of energy that knocked a man against the building down to the ground Whew. so there were three in the sentence four in the paragraph okay all right uh, i'm tired now behind okay uh, he unleashed a burst of energy. All right, that means magic made an appearance, so we're at magic three, potatoes two, if you're keeping track at home. Uh, behind him, a woman's voice yelled, Stop him! Turning, he saw a fireball racing towards him, and he deflected it with a squick swipped of an arm. <laughs> it's with a squick. Yep, that's right, S-quick. Swipty, right? I think it's supposed to be swipe of an arm, and it's trailing shielding magic. With the danger temporarily dispatched, he could see a female mage in a defensive stance as three more mages, far behind her, raced forward. Henry started walking slowly towards her and noted the immediately change to a look of concern on her face. He wasn't sure where Margot was yet. But he was determined to make a point quickly. The female mage attempted another attack, head to page down, as he watched, but Henry deflected it again as he approached, working on a spell of his own. Just as the three additional mages reached their frontmost counterpart, Henry dropped to one knee and slammed his hand into the gravel road. Ow! That sounds like it would hurt your knuckles. Unless he was doing it open-palmed, which would hurt your palm. <laughs> His magic raced through the ground and sent the attacking woman flying into the air and away from him, disappearing behind the town's buildings. The disappearance of one of their companion, comma, 
That's weird. Caused the newly arrived mages to stop short and hesitate. Their moment of pause allowed Henry his opening to attack, sending another energy burst towards them. One tried to shield, but his attack was too strong, and all three were knocked to the ground, sliding along the alleyway's dirt surface. Were there three of them? It seems wrong. Um, um, oh yeah, three additional mages. Okay. Let me see. Henry now advanced, running to the prone mages. Ooh, good description. As the first jumped back to his feet, Henry blasted him with a lightning bolt. Lightning bolt, lightning bolt! Returning him to the ground unconscious. Another rose behind him, and a back kick before he could fully regain balance knocked him back, falling onto the third mage still struggling to rise. Wow, back kick. Have we seen a lot of Henry doing, like, physical... I feel like we haven't. You know how hard that would hurt if your ribs were, like, injured? Ugh. All right. Henry now advanced... Okay, we already did that. Grabbing the man he had just kicked by his collar, he used his now waning magic to allow him to throw him into the wall, where he slumped to the ground, done fighting for the time being. The mage had rolled onto his back now that... Uh, the final mage... The final mage had rolled onto his back now that Henry had dispatched the man who had fallen on him. Good lord, this is complicated. (laughs) He looked up at Henry with fear in his eyes. Henry squatted down next to him, smiling. So, what are you, what are all of you doing here, he asked. We, we were told to watch anyone headed towards the temple, the man stammered. You weren't looking for me or my friend over there? Over here? Henry asked. He glanced over his shoulder, and his instincts had been correct. Margot was now walking briskly over to him. Way to hurry up, huh? No run? You're not going to even jog? Uh, No, I've never seen you before, he said. Is that all? Henry asked in a threatening tone. The man hesitated just a bit too long for Henry to be comfortable. Yes, that's it, he replied before licking his lips to moisten them. It's a detail that seems out of place in this book. (laughs) Not a drinking break, but I wanted a drink. Um, Henry suspected a lie based on these observations, but he doubted he'd get anything out of him. Magistrates would be far more ruthless than he would ever be, so the man would almost certainly rather resist anything Henry could stomach than to face the wrath of his superiors. I don't believe you, Henry said while standing, but you can go now and tell your superiors what happened. When the man continued to lie on the ground surprised, Henry urged him on. Quickly! I might change my mind! Finally, the man struggled to his feet and ran away down the alley without looking back. What a pansy. Drinking break! Mm, mm, mm. All right. This is good rum. I'm going to finish this glass. And uh, just for an update, it is now afternoon, so I'm drinking afternoon. Margot ran to Henry's side, relieved to see he was unhurt but furious at his unplanned attack. She witnessed one of the mages fleeing down an alleyway before turning out of sight behind a building. You're fine, she asked when she reached him. Yeah, all good, he said, standing from his squatting position. Uh, He was already standing, if I remember. Oh, maybe. Ah, who cares? Margot smacked Heim on the left shoulder with the back of her hand. What the hell are you doing? She she yelled. 
Ow, he exclaimed. I was investigating, he said loudly. You're hurt, remember, she countered. Damn it, Margo, I'm fine. And I'm tired of being chased all over, he replied, his voice still raised. Ooh, they're having a fight. Margot decided to defuse the situation as best she could, though she could feel her heightened temper pushing her the other way. Fine. What did you find out from the one you let go? I didn't let him go, Henry said, still apparently mad. Margot's temper got the best of her again. So I just imagined that guy running away, she said coolly, crossing her arms. I don't think I did that coolly. So I just imagined that guy running away, she asked coolly, crossing her arms. Henry deflated a little, which is what usually happened when they fought. She suspected he tired of it quicker than herself. He said they're watching for anyone headed towards the temple, he said in a normal voice. Margot looked at the two men lying on the ground around them. Why would they send three? Four, Henry corrected. Why would they send four mages just to look for people heading towards the temple? Margot thought that seemed excessive. I wouldn't even send one. Nodding, Henry said, And he wasn't following us. He had no idea who I was. Margot felt a dread rising in her. I think we need to get back to the temple as soon as possible. And that ends chapter six. So that was a mildly exciting chapter, am I right? I mean, we got to see Henry get in a fight. I guess this is his second, like, uh, run-in in the book. So that's not bad. But uh, it was a nice, exciting chapter. I kind of like that one. Uh, he took on a whole bunch of people, showed that he was kind of impervious, but... Which is weird. He didn't do... I think last time he was surprised, right? When Margot burned down the building. I think he was more caught by surprise, and that's why he sucked so bad in that fight. This time he was just angry and knew what was coming and beat the shit out of everybody. So I don't think that's like... What do I want to say? It's not... Uh, it's a little better writing than I suppose I normally do for Henry. Am I right? <laughs> But he stopped some bad guys, and he showed mercy and let him run away, and that was sweet, I suppose. Margot didn't like it, though, because she is one stone-cold biatch. But, uh, yeah. What are we going to see next? So, they're going to have to head home and, I guess, report. Oh, I hope there's a meeting. That'll be fun, right? I actually think there's a meeting. But it's going to lead to another chapter that's good. I mean, not the meeting chapter, but there'll be another meeting that I think is okay, or another chapter that's okay. There will not be another meeting that's okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, not too not too much else to say. I mean, that was a pretty straightforward chapter. Had a little bit of excitement and plenty of typos. So why don't we talk about it a little bit with some discussion questions, right? Okay, uh, one of my favorite things in this chapter is when somebody shoots lightning bolt, lightning bolt, right? It only said it once, actually, but, uh, you know. But uh, if you don't remember, that's an old-ass freaking viral video from the internet. Can you guys think, uh, this is the discussion question, uh, uh, what are some other inter forgotten internet memes or forgotten internet-like sensations? Right into the show, I, I can't think of any other good ones right now. Like, I do remember that one, I'm like, that was pretty hilarious, but what else is there, really? I, I don't know. I mean, I guess that's the point. I want to know the forgotten ones. So, yeah, let me know. I just can't think of any other ones right now. And I'd really like to laugh. Yes. All right. Question two. So this whole fight is precipitated by Margot seeing somebody in red and assuming immediately that they're being followed. 
Which I guess makes sense since she did burn down a government building. Yes. Uh, so uh, question two, have you ever been followed, huh? And let's keep this like, uh, don't talk about that time you were stabbed, okay? Let's keep it light and airy a little bit, huh? I remember once, I don't know why I was thinking of this the other day. Uh, I was driving my freaking, uh, my college car. It was a uh, 93 Buick Skylark. Terrible, terrible car. Well, you know what? I should take that back. It was a good car. It was reliable enough, cheap to maintain because it was just part of, you know, the General Motors supply chain. So parts were like a dime a dozen. And, uh, but, okay, it was peeling paint everywhere. I mean, the thing looked like a jalopy. And I remember I was driving out in Parma, Ohio, probably going to the mall. There used to be a mall there. And, uh, what I just pulled in at a gas station to get gas. Yeah, regular thing. And a freaking cop pulled right up behind me. And he just gets out of the car as I'm getting out to pump gas. Like, I had legitimate business at this gas station. And he's like, uh, he just walks up to the car and, like, lifts up the license plate. And I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? And he's like, uh, I said, is, is there a problem? And he said, can't read your license plate, sir. And he's like, you gotta, he didn't like that. I had one of those, uh, what, like a college, uh, frame around my license plate. And I think, I think I still had out of plate plates. So he probably thought the car was stolen and I was some sort of, well, let's be honest, minority, but, (laughs) uh, he probably thought that and was going to, you know, get me a quick ticket and throw me in jail or something. But yeah, I mean, my paperwork was legit. The car just looked like it sucked. So that was the only thing I could think of. I'm trying to think of what else. I mean, I I don't know. That's about it. What, what do you guys have? Any good fun stories? That story wasn't actually that fun once I started talking about it. I think I've had malls on the mind. I, uh, mind. Uh, I listened to, what was that? Uh, some podcast about malls. If you know what I'm talking about, write into the show, jeffreadsbook.com. And I think that's why I've been thinking about it. It's probably why I thought about that drive over there. Because, yeah, I don't know. I got nothing else today, man. I am burned out. I know this is a pretty underwhelming close to episode 100. But who gives a crap, right? I don't think you guys give a crap. You guys, who's that? Laura? Maybe Glenn? I don't think Glenn's listening right now. (laughs) Yes. So uh, that about does it for today. Um, If you do want to write into the show, answer some discussion questions... Uh, why don't you head over to jeffreadsbook.com and right there, there's three ways you can contact me. You can hit me up uh, via email at jeff at rainbow-100.com or you can hit me up on mastodon at jeff at toot.rainbow-100.com or you can hit me up on Twitter at Fortran Jeff, and that's all I got listed there. Yeah, and remember to buy a book while you're there because that's super fun and I'm still trying to pay for this freaking stupid microphone but i guess uh, at this point it's depreciated to nothing so now it's all profit right this thing's old now huh god we got 100 episodes jesus christ we've been doing this a while i guess that's it though so until next time keep on reading <laughs>